You're listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. So I'm reading this from usatoday.com. Scientists with NASA announced that they have discovered an Earth-sized planet that is likely rocky and could be habitable. The planet named TOI-700E is slightly smaller than Earth and orbits a red dwarf star called TOI-700, about 100 light-years away. It's one of four planets to orbit the star alongside TOI-700B, C, and D. So I guess TOI-700E is is all of the above in the multiple choice. TOI-700D was already known to be in the habitable zone, a discovery made possible by NASA's Transitioning Exoplanet Survey Satellite, so TESS, which monitors large portions of the sky for 27 days at a time to track changes and stellar brightness caused by planets. But it took more than a year for scientists to discover TOI-700E and learn that it was within the star's habitable zone. Its discovery was presented at the American Astronomical Society in Seattle. Man, there's some interesting names to these acronyms here. And a paper about the planet. A paper. Now, remember, this is this is something that's 100 light years away. There's a paper. Someone much smarter than me, in theory, wrote a paper about this. And it was accepted by the Astrophysical Journal Letters. USA Today goes on to explain what is the habitable zone. Also known as the Goldilocks zone, the habitable zone is the distance from a star where liquid water could exist on an orbiting planet, according to NASA. It gets a nickname because the conditions on the planet are not too cold or too hot to sustain life. Scientists say TOI-700E, along with planet D, are in the optimistic habitable zone, which means the planet at some point could have had liquid water in its history. This is one of the few systems with multiple small habitable zone planets that we know of. Emily Gilbert, a postdoc fellow at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory, who led the work, said in a statement, Somebody much smarter than me. Then it goes on to say, what is planet TOI-700E like? NASA says it's 95% the size of Earth, so very close to the size of Earth. Rocky, a little bit smaller than planet D. And although it's the fourth planet to be discovered in the TOI-700 system, it is between planet C and D. So it's it's C, E, D. That's that's odd. If the star was a little closer or the planet a little bigger, we might have been able to spot TOI 700E in the first year of test data, says Ben Hoard, a graduate researcher at NASA's Goddard Space Flight Center. It takes TOI 700E about 28 days to orbit its star, and it also may be tidally, a tidally locked planet, meaning it spins only once per orbit and one side always faces the star. It's similar to how one side of the moon is always facing Earth. Yeah, I was reading that article, and then I saw some pictures, some artistic renditions of pictures of of these planets. 
and they have water on them and, and it's beautiful and the water's iridescent and the planet's glowing. It looks like something out of Star Wars or Star Trek or Outer Limits or one of these sci-fi shows. And, and I'm sure the, the living organisms on that planet, they, they have beautiful societies and raise their children and play sports and, and have a nice beverage and go to the beach and view the multiple moons and, and all of that stuff. And, and I'm just like, somebody has a, has a very vivid imagination. I, I don't know what's out there. I've never been to space. And look, the people that work for NASA, they're much smarter than me. They went to better schools than me. They have a higher IQ than me. They probably have the ability to contribute much more to society than I do. But I, you know, I just, I just think it's a slush fund, man. I think it's, I'm, I'm being very sophomoric. I'm not being very mature with it. I think it's a scam. I'm sure there's stuff out there in space, but and not the concept of going out and identifying planets and, and using technology and telescopes and understanding what's in the universe and the nebulas and quasars and all of that. I'm not saying that that's a scam. I don't know what's out there. I spent a lot of time on the show making fun of people that think that the earth is flat. I've never been, I've never left earth. I don't know. I don't believe that it's flat. I'm like 99.9% sure that it's not, but I've never been an astronaut. So I've never been to the international space stations. I don't really know factually. I thought it was funny to make fun of Kyrie Irving years ago when he said the earth was flat. But what I am saying is these artistic renditions and the the whole concept of we think that there's life out there, but we don't know. We're gonna we're gonna create, we're gonna have our our best painters and graphic arts design people create these these fake worlds where you can believe that there's something out there and, and for all I know it's just a block of ice. Like I have I have no idea. I don't know what Neptune looks like. I don't I don't know what what I can see Venus in the sky, so I believe Venus is there and what it is. But I, I, I just, I just don't know, man. When you get into these long dissertations about other planets and and what's there and, and organic life and all of that, I'm just like, I don't, I don't know, and, and neither do you. I don't think NASA knows any more about what's going on a hundred light years from Earth than than me and you. And you have all of these these stars, and you you can go to YouTube; it'll show how our planet is in conjunction with some of the biggest stars and, and the biggest nebulas and stuff like that and how small we are in the universe. The universe is very big. But I, I just find it funny that that people, this stuff is is so far away. You you have an Earth telescope. And I'm sure our technology is, is the bomb. But you have a telescope. You've got a telescope at some observation center in New Mexico and you feel like you can tell me what's going on hundreds of light years away from here. I, I, I just don't buy it, man. I, I, think, I think it's all a slush fund. We barely can get images of the earth right. Have you seen some of the theater when it comes to to, to artist renditions of, of earth where we live and have satellites and have access to? We can sometimes the earth is brownish, sometimes it's greenish. It's it's hilarious if you look at some of the pictures. And and I tend to think that at the end of the day, a lot of this stuff is, in my opinion, a figment of of someone's overactive. Someone much smarter than me, but someone's overactive uh, imagination. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Paragon 7 Studios.
7 Studios. You are listening to the Lounge J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. I spent many years as a quality healthcare executive focused on risk scores, clinical operations, and value-based care contracts. I had the corner office, the nice house, the pool, and all of the perks corporate America offers. But in 2020, as the pandemic had us all on lockdown, I decided to open up Paragon 7 Studios as a full-service consulting firm focused on healthcare media. Our critically acclaimed daily HealthCast series features many of the brightest minds in the industry. Due to increased demand, we are actually expanding into executive production of short films and documentaries for our clients. Find us on LinkedIn or Instagram to talk about hourly rates. That's Paragon 7 Studios. It's electric made extraordinary. Ingenuity in motion. It listens, learns, adapts, and anticipates your every need with intelligence that feels anything but artificial. The EQS from Mercedes-Benz. It's the car electric has been waiting for. Episource serves Medicare, commercial, and Medicaid plans with a team of risk adjustment experts who deeply understand the complexities of every facet of healthcare. We partner with our health plan and healthcare clients to emphasize transparency and trust to truly become a valuable extension of their team at every step of the way from outreach, medical record retrieval, coding to final delivery. With the most significant health plans and healthcare organizations as clients, we aim to obtain the best medical chart retrieval rates, the highest coding accuracy and the maximum level of project satisfaction. For more information, go to www.episource.com and schedule a demonstration. James Lewis. I'm sorry about this, Mr. Sosa. Oh, it's all right. You're right. Maybe you should talk to Frank. I'm good. I don't think it's something I want to do on an overseas phone. But uh, as soon as I get back to Miami, I'll talk to Frank. Personally. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. My associates here can escort you to my chopper. My chopper can take you to Santa Cruz. I have a jet there, can have you in Miami in five hours. You'll be back here tomorrow in time for lunch. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.